This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron. Happy birthday, John DeLuna, who is not here. He is here, but he's not. He's listening. He's working while he's listening. He might actually be in a meeting right now. But if you're watching the video, you see you see that he is on the stream right now. Just he's not participating. He is not he is interacting. It's like a neutrino. Uh, Doesn't interact. But uh, we went in completely different directions with yeah. that. I'm XV, by the way. I'm Brian. We have Diecast and Melvar and Matt, Matt Melvar. I was listening to the podcast intro and I'm like, it calls like some people by their name and some people by the screen name. So I just uh-huh. want to be consistent. There's Rob and Don. Hey. Hello. We just did that in the opposite order in case you're new here. Yeah, that's good. Every, every episode, somebody's first. So uh, we're just trying to scare you off. We are gatekeeping this podcast, our very own podcast. Don't listen. Oh, cripes. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> you want to be my first? Oh, cripes. Well, okay, so I don't know where to go. You with know, that. Diecast, any of these podcasts could be your last. <laughs> that's, that's very true. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I just I what I really want to avoid is is like some sort of change.org petition or Twitter uproar over something Diecast says. Diecast? <laughs> Please no one that scares Please me. Please no one start a change.org. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, that just that, the thought of that like terrifies me. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Please. Uh, okay. I mean, at this point, if it hasn't happened, I don't think it's going to. Oh, I, don't I'm be so sure. sure. Don't be so sure. Yeah, please diecast. It's yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey. So uh, yeah, there's actually lots of news this week. Actually, relatively speaking. So I prepared a lot of things in case I wasn't here. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, honestly, uh, also, if you're not watching live we had a technical issue uh the so we're actually 20 minutes late you're 20 minutes late um this used to happen all the time so it hasn't <laughs> happened in a while this technical glitch the software our streaming software is um really matured over the uh over the years it's gotten a lot better but it used to crash all the time so um but yeah so we're gonna go ahead and get into the news so that we don't you know finish the show after midnight yeah, so, uh, man, uh, what do you want to start first? Well, I put it mostly in order that it happened, although you added one thing to the top of it, or somebody did. I did. I, 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 I will just mention Retgar. I'm not going to show photos, um, but uh, it was leaked uh, in a review. Um, I don't even think there was a review yet. It was leaked on the person's Instagram page. Oh. And, like, I mean, I will give credit. Like, they put a filter over it to make it look like... Um, rough comic book art which looked kind of neat it, it wasn't one of those photos where you see like it's wrist and then everything else is you know covered yeah, no over. that was the um that was the tease someone posted for studio series grindor oh i forgot about that okay that as well yeah i forgot about that one <laughs> but that's just that's so from what i understand about grindor it's like um a minor ish retool of blackout so there's not like a whole lot there to expect to see yeah, but Retgar was pretty much all out in the open, and yeah. um, you know Hasbro has a fan first Friday this Friday, when, which I assume that they're going to reveal that. Maybe they won't. Uh, most likely, and like we've had rumored that Retgar is on the for sure list for what's on that, but like 
They told us that this Fan First Friday was going to happen during Pulse Fan Fest, and specifically it was in reference to studio series reveals. So, you know, one begets the other, basically. Yeah. So what do you guys think of Retgar? Just what we yeah, saw. It looks like Retgar. Looks, looks great. Yeah. It does. Looks good. I always need more Junkions. And See, the great thing about Junkions is that older Junkions are never obsolete because Junkions can look like literally whatever the hell. Yeah. And I have mm-hmm. many older Junkions. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of uh, the 2010 Rekgar. I've got the E-Hobby uh, Scrap Heap or Junk mm-hmm. Heap or whatever the boring Scrappy, brown one yeah. was. I've got at least one of the Hasbro Redeco retools of Rekgar. Um, the, the little Combiner Wars one. I've got the, the Platinum Deluxe, set. The, uh, no. And I never managed to get the um, United Rekgar either, although it wasn't oh, the yeah. one trying. I do. Um, it's pretty. Yeah, no, it was very interesting deco. I also have the uh, Power of the Primes Rekgar, which was the, the Deluxe Groove retool. Uh, so, I have, yeah, I have got, a lot of those. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure Matt has many, many more Junkions than I do, but like, you know, it's not like, you know, we don't all have a small pile of these that have built up over the years. Yeah, yeah, I see you pointing. <laughs> yeah, I, I that had is, the... That is all Junkion. All Junkion. I can't remember if it was Scrapface or Retgar, uh, which, whichever one it was, but uh, I ended up getting that, uh, I guess it was Scrap Heap. I got, ended up getting the alternate head, uh, the the third-party add-on kit. It's like the only one I've ever oh, got yeah. for it. Yeah, I remember that. And the thing is, you know, I had the horns, and one horn broke off, and I'm like, oh, well, who cares? <laughs> That's normal. Yeah, they're yeah, junky on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, so, like, that kit was made available during uh, TFCon or something, and the person who commissioned it sold extras after the fact. I bought one and never got around to installing it, and then I think I sold it to someone in Canada and made a small profit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, so Junkions. Junkions. Oh, and um, this Studio Series record now also is uh, supposed to have a retool coming next year as another Junkion. So more for the pile. I'm still hoping for like a two-pack with, with some, some new parts at some point. Part old parts and part new parts? Yes. New record. I mean, I mean, when they do a Junkion, you expect them mm. to do a second one. It's like so, so easy. And, to- and maybe even a third. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm fine with, you know. Yeah, you if they plan I, ahead with it enough, they could, you know, make the alternate parts and swap them in strategic ways to get, you know, three solid, distinct uses out of it. And I'd be pretty fine with that. And, you know, Matt's plan of junk would continue to grow. Now, I did not see uh, the Junkion, so, or Rekar, I should say. Yeah. Is that one that was supposed to be a Voyager? Yeah, it's a Voyager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. So besides the G1, the only like official Retgar that we didn't get uh, like a, a retool out of would have been the animated one, right? And, oh, right. Yeah. But it's a dump truck, so it doesn't count. Or a garbage truck, it doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of counts. Yeah, I, I guess can it kind of see what I mean, they were it, doing there. It was voiced by Weird Al. It counts. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's certainly a suitable alt mode for a junkie on. Yeah. Are they not all motorcycles? In the G1 cartoon, they're implied to all be motorcycles, but the problem with that is in Season 3, a lot of generic Junkions uh, were reusing uh, Lithonian models, uh, which don't have alternate right. mode yeah. attributes, so it's yeah, it's 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 as complex as anything involving ACOM. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so we should hear more on Fan First Friday, which again is this coming Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 
Oh, I'm going to get up early. I, I, yeah, I, never sleep. I will never understand that schedule. Yeah, I don't know either. I uh, put it earlier in the afternoon the, myself. It's it's people at work doing it, so they're doing it during work hours. It's just this is just this is just like you know a meeting for them basically. Okay, but the thing is, if they pre-recorded it, which like some of it some is, of stuff, yeah, some of it has to be pre-recorded. They can broadcast it at any time. But if they want it to go up at one o'clock, the same but day. Why, yeah, but why do they want it to go up at one o'clock? It's always up at one o'clock. That's that's like the time <sighs> they always use. Right, but they don't why? have to. Branding. <laughs> I like it. But we know it's one o'clock. Yes, you know, the way an eleven like o'clock six... meeting works at work, you go, Well, just in case I'm late and I gotta get a couple things done once I get into the office. Yeah, we can have a meeting before at eleven because then I'll go to lunch after that. That that's that's how those, oh, those I, meetings that, work. My my I do my lunch at eleven o'clock, so I gotta I gotta get lunch by you know get get it all done before you know four eleven. Yeah, but the problem though is just that like a lot of their customer base is at work at that time because it's work hours and well, they that's can't why it's, order that's why the it's stuff. Cruel. Yes, it doesn't need to be cruel. That's that's the argument here. <laughs> it's a pre-recorded presentation. They can set up the stream at whatever time and just, you know, make their arrangements with their retail partners, put the stuff up at five. Yeah, at five, you're stuck in traffic. Nobody <sighs> wants to do five. You're, you know, you have take a late lunch. Do one. You know, you know I could have just, I could just not anybody? been here today. I'm sorry. We okay. can just leave now. Yeah, that's true. I, that, that really is. No matter what time of the day, it's going to be inconvenient for it's somebody. It's inconvenient for somebody, yeah. Uh... God, I, I was going to have a terrible uh, segue, but I'm not going to. Uh, so the the deck building game, we have info. Uh, it's up for pre-order. Uh, mm-hmm. it's all, they have it at Amazon, 45 bucks. Uh, Renegade has it up for 45 as well, but I think it was 50 before. Uh, um, yeah, it's 45 on Renegade's site, and they also have like an exclusive bonus promo pack that goes with it. I because you order so, from them. I ordered from them, um, and there's a $10 off deal oh uh for signing up they you they they uh they you, they take your info and they give you the mobile code mobile 10 mobile 10 don't sign up i'm <laughs> kidding uh no, no no yeah it was 45 bucks so um the, I, so i got a discount on it the whole thing shipping was 10 bucks so it was so 50, 45 total it was 50 50 so oh, tax, right? $45 plus $10 shipping and handling minus 450 which is the 10% of the $45. Oh, 10%. I, yeah, okay. I was for some reason I was parsing that as $10 off. No, yeah. But uh so if you get it through Amazon though, Amazon Prime, free shipping. And if you use our affiliate link yeah, it helps out. Slash Amazon. And probably the cards that are in this bonus promo pack thing that uh, Renegade is doing through their online store. That stuff will probably be cycled into an expansion later anyway. Like, it's probably not going to be the only shot at the specific cards in the promo thing. Probably. Because I don't think I, they would lock, you know, a primary character like Jazz into one exclusive pack. Yeah. I was on their site, and they do a lot of Power Ranger oh, cool. cards. Chris, which I you play no that idea. all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I follow people in the Power Rangers community who do uh, follow the um, Heroes of the Grid, I think, is their uh, is running a yeah. Power Rangers game. And, like, the people that are 
involved in that ecosystem are really, really enthusiastic about it. It reminds me a lot of the Transformers TCG crowd. Like, they really like the mechanic of it. They are always, like, looking forward to and hyping up expansions as they're coming along. Like, you know, taking that as uh, an indicator, Renegade does good uh, card game designs. So the Transformers game will probably be pretty good. And uh, we do have confirmation now. We were speculating on this last week, but there is a single player option for this Transformers game, uh, you know, for situations where it's not feasible to have a group together to play, but it will support up to five players. Um, so you're saying I can play with myself. I would not I would not say it like that diecast and I went out of my way to not say it like that. I, I'm um, just asking because I don't have any Transformers fans. You also don't have any friends. Yeah, you say that you have a Transformers fan <laughs> fan near you. It's Nick. Yeah, yeah. I mean Nick's in Levittown, so I mean it's not too far from me, but Well, okay, diecast. Have you considered going if you have a local gaming store to maybe introduce and see if anyone there would like to play? No, that's possibly. Too much work. <laughs> no, that no. would have been the thing to do with the TCG before it died for night for diecast neglect. The yeah. uh, gaming store that I prefer, <laughs> uh, the guy who owns it was a big proponent of the, of the TCG, uh, which I thought was really cool. He loves Transformers, and he, that stuff was prominently displayed. And COVID killed TCG. It did. I, I mean, know. no, it, it really yeah. did. That, I like. I feel like the TCG probably would have only had another year or so in it anyway before either um, community interest waned or Hasbro's interest waned in supporting the project further. More than likely um, Hasbro's. But uh, COVID definitely accelerated the process by making it just impossible to get groups together to play and further the community. Yeah. yeah. Cause I felt um, like after like the, 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 what they have like four, uh, four boxes, four or five. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt like, once they got to the fourth, they were starting to, you know, make different rules and outroll or, you know, block cards from well, and it like, like on it was one, picking up uh, steam. Yeah, on the one hand, that is a sign of like a healthy community thing, but like the people who set up the rules and stuff aren't necessarily the people making the business decisions for the game. So, you know, yeah. that's that's that like left hand, right hand thing where they're kind of not in sync. Um you know, no, the people who were running and rule setting the game on the official side, like they were just as into the whole process as the hardcore player base was. You know, the people who are already into it, there was no problem with them being into it. So question, if if TCG was still out right now, would Target pull those cards yes. too? Yeah, yeah, I think they're I think they're pulling all of that stuff. Target okay. my Target still has those cards, so they are being pulled, yes. Okay. Really? They still have TCG cards? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Renegade site also has a PDF copy up of the rule book that comes with the starter box for the deck building game. Um, so, the game's not going to come out till August, but you can, you know, study the rule book and kind of understand how the game mechanics are going to work. Um, and it also has a list of the contents that come with it, so you can kind of understand what to expect out of the starter pack. Someone got in contact with this company. They should fly us all to a central location. That way we can play this game together. Yeah, I'm not getting on a plane anytime this year. Oh, okay. Uh, You can drive. (laughs) And Diecast, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You You are a friend. I don't want to be anywhere near around anyone right now. 
as it is. Fine. I, let alone, I've, I'm, 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 I've had both of them. Okay. I ain't risking it. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. We'll just leave it there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> cool. I, okay. I, I have my shots. I'm, I, I'm I get sick. my second one next week. Uh, Pfizer. I get my Moderna. second one on Saturday. Moderna. Same. Oh, good luck. I will, I will be completely vaccinated by tomorrow. That's awesome. Nice. Just make sure you don't have anything planned for the next day, Chris. Yeah. 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 It did. It didn't bother me. Neither shot bothered. So me. the Jeff yeah, Pfizer, I was, Moderna. I was the, Moderna. Okay. Same here. The first one I was fine. I got on a Thursday. And I was fine until I was born on a Saturday Monday. or sun until Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember which. I think it was Sunday though. And in the morning, I woke up with like severe chills and shaking and like just achy all over. So I took a handful of aspirin and like three or four hours later, I was perfectly fine again. That was just and that was that was the worst it got for me. So like, I know the second is supposed to be more intense with the side effects. So I'm, you know, it may be. myself. maybe not just like most people, most people has no, they're fine. I yeah. just, some, I, people, some people, the first shot was worse than the second. Yeah. Friend of mine happened to him. Um, and who knows how much of that's actually in your head. Yeah. I don't know. I'd completely forgotten about the prospect of side effects by the time I woke up with the, you know, fever. Chills. It's like, it like mm-hmm. my, my drowsiness probably in my head. But you know, you your body can have actual real responses, so as well. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, get everybody get vaccinated. It is not a political. It's it's not. It's not. Yes, get vaccinated. Do yourself and everybody Mm -hmm. else a favor. If you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. TFCon is in October, and I really want to go. Yep. Yeah, and here's the thing, guys. Keep your masks on too. Yeah, I'm gonna come. I will. Yeah, and we're not. We're not. We're just saying this because we love all y'all. Y'all are important to us. and we don't want anyone. We don't want. And there's a lot of misinformation out, out there. That, yeah, all we're saying is we don't want to lose anyone else. We've already lost JD. We don't want to lose anybody else as part of the okay. TF Radio family. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, we yeah, definitely. Okay. So, uh, any other thoughts about uh, the Renegades? And somebody made a oh, somebody made a cycle joke earlier though, but that was about the Junkions. <laughs> so we went from the Junkions to Renegade, and we haven't made a single. Psychill joke. So, of course, I wonder if they could retool a psychill out of that studio series wreck car. Probably not. Oh, okay. Probably not. I mean, I just I don't think it would look right. But who knows? I mean, they they're doing amazing things with alternate parts these days. That's true. Uh, yeah, we could still get a fracture out of that uh, that or er, er, kingdom mirage though. Yeah, well, I, I that I believe. I, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy with the fracture I have, and I you know would prefer to have that and mirage have. Separate yes, body but, styles, but as, as we're throwing out ideas for renegades here, so just yep. Okay, okay. So, oh, this was uh, this was interesting. So, extremely early looks at uh, masterpiece Skyfire, and I've never said it out loud, so I'm guessing Shuki. Shuki. Yeah. So, Skyfire, of course, is Skyfire, and Shuki is, of course, one of the train bots. Shoki. Shoki. Shuki. Shoki. Shauki. Loki. Shauki. Okay. Shauki. Oh. Shauki Bartakamos. Alki? Okay, go ahead, Don. Right now, Brian, you're a perfect stranger to me. Um, now, our original running theory was that it was going to be like Devastator. You're going to have generation-style individual bots with a masterpiece-ish combined mode, like they said they were trying to do for Devastator. Um, but looking at that picture, that looks a little more, I don't know, not generation. It looks a little more less chunky 
I guess. Uh, I, I do. See. I do believe that Raiden is still supposed to be about the size of Titan Devastator when combined. So I don't. I'm not going to say that you're wrong in your assessment of this because I tend to agree. Actually, um, I think because Devastator was designed to be sold in Hasbro and Takara markets, certain concessions were made to how it was designed. Raiden is something Takara is doing, and like Hasbro can do like pulse import of it, but it's not made for Hasbro. Kids love Raiden. He's their favorite character from Prime. What are you talking you know, about? They, re, they could reissue, they could retool it and sell it in Hasbro's markets as a crossover with Thomas the Tank and you just put faces on the front of all the I'd train cars. That. No, let's <laughs> let's we're, we're we're finally getting the first real Raiden figure outside of the MicroMaster Combiner in thirty plus years. Thirty five, thirty four years. I'm tr- I was trying to think. I was rounding down to say my sanity. But yeah, let's let's just get him. I I, I definitely hope he comes over because. Uh, but let's not do a Thomas. You know, that's sort of like two two fans, Brian. That'd be like my joke of bringing Mazinger Z over and putting a trans in a Transor Z box. No, it's, it's worse than that. I mean, I you know, I would prefer it be Transor Z, like the great the great Transor Transorger. You know that that would have made more sense to me. Too, I'll shut up. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Um, is- so, so Shoki is a CAD model, and these come from a page of the new Generations book. Um, so it's an official early look at these. This is not like leaked material or anything. Um, but basically, because it's a CAD model, there's no scale reference or anything, and it doesn't even have like you know closed fist hands to assume like a five millimeter diameter for the port. Um, there's no way to know how big this is at this point. So. You know, hopefully we're on the right track with the Raiden, the size of Devastator thing, because that's pretty much exactly what I want. Um, really? Other, otherwise, you know, we're kind of just shooting in the dark. Yeah, I, I would rather it be the size of like a, a standard Combiner Wars Combiner just to fit in. Well, okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. But A, you know, train's big. Um, yeah. And, and Devastator of- and Predaking already kind of tower over everybody else. They need someone to like balance it out. Well, well that, need like and a, yeah. in terms of original toy design, like Raiden and Devastator would have been counterparts. They're built yeah. basically the same way. Um, and I think in the early Headmasters episodes, it was actually kind of set up that way, where Raiden was positioned as a rival to Devastator, and then that transitioned away to Raiden being, um, you know, the magic school bus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. So, you know... Uh, masterpiece Raiden being the equal of a might as well be masterpiece Devastator from the from the perspective of the designer just kind of makes sense. I've never me. put Raiden beside of Devastator. They're both kind of short. Yeah, are, they're small. Are they both? Are they Don? You, you have yours displayed together. Yeah, yeah. They they've been in they've been in combined mode for. Several are they about? I, I just off the top of my head, now. I've never had them in proximity. It feels to me like Raiden is shorter. He uh, he's taller. I'm doing this from memory, so grain of salt. He's taller than Motormaster. Oh God, but Motormaster! Not by mu- but, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Minasaur, Minasaur. Yeah. yeah, he's taller than Minasaur, but not Minasaur. So small. Yeah. Okay. I just so so he's he's between Minasaur and Superion, give or take halfway I, between them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh sad. Uh, Diecast, what do you think about the Skyfire? Uh, I 
It Sapphire. doesn't look good right it's now. Early it's, not, images. it's not supposed to. It's not supposed to look good right now. Like yeah. specifically, this is a prototype that has not had any kind of detailing or like uh, form refinement done. So like it's hard corners and everything still. No, I I understand that. Yeah, I don't understand why they're letting us see it in this state to show how big it is. Uh, I don't. And to show that, you know, it looks like the cartoon in broad strokes and it's just going to get refined to be more so. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll get further updates in the future. Oh, yeah. This and picture is as good 10. as this picture to me is as good as them saying, hey, we're going to do <clears throat> we're going to do a masterpiece Skyfire. Yeah, like, that, that's what that's, this oh, okay. is. Yeah, because I know in, in my head what size it should be. I don't need in, it. Bear in mind, in context. The photo we're looking at is basically like a thumbnail size. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like a full page picture. It's very small. And the magic of scanning or photography in this case blows it up so we can see more of it. But it's not supposed to be like a comprehensive look at this really early prototype in its original context. But again, I think it's hilarious that even Takara doesn't want to fiddle with MP44. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... MP44 certainly is a thing that happened. I would say MP10 is more of a positive accomplishment in Transformers design. Yeah. So I can understand, you know, the designers. MP44 looks great around. in robot mode. If you can get it there. Um, I mean, I, I agree with Chris in, as far <laughs> as which one was a bigger success. I think MP10 easily over MP44. Certainly more affordable. Oh, Blade Raider found uh, a photo of uh, Devastator and Riding Together. Riding oh, yeah, they're a, very close. A little taller, uh, just a little taller. Uh, I that's actually the other way around in my head. I, but I yeah, guess I would assume the other way around too. Yeah, I, well, I guess what I'm doing is I'm blending Riding and Six Turbo or Six uh, Six Train Six Train six together train or, or Six, six liner. liner Six Liner. Yeah. Um. So that that's that must be what I'm doing. I'm averaging them out. That also makes sense yeah no i mean no when you were having the conversation it seemed reasonable to me that writing would be a little bit smaller than devastator because i've always been under the impression the train bots were pretty small toys yeah they, they are yeah well i've got a question for diecast and this this will be also for a lot of our viewers that do collect third party uh he and i both have the fans toys phoenix and i've still got uh chronos sorry um, Dak asked, what would this Skyfire have to do considering how, I mean, (laughs) considering how much this Skyfire is probably going to cost? uh, Again, because we've we've seen what they charge for MP44. Granted, there's a lot of Optimus Prime in that price because, you know, if you're not going to buy many figures, you're probably going to buy an Optimus Prime if it's new and shiny and pretty. Hey, real quick, before you finish the question, what was the retail on uh, Star Saber? Like two eighty, he wasn't. I don't think. I don't think Star Saber was, was that much. Okay, so I I, I figured eighteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. I actually. figured I figured they're probably going to be about the same size and same complexity, and you can do the math from from there. Um, on. I think no. I think Skyfire is rather a bit bigger than what Star really? Saber was. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so I'm this, sad. Skyfire looks like it's two MP10s tall. Sky or Star Saber wasn't that big. No, he's no. not. No, so MP10 comes up to Star Saber's chest. Yeah. Crap. So Doc asked, what would this for people out there that have Phoenix and are seeing these pictures or people that have been waiting for Masterpiece Skyfire, 
what will this Skyfire have to do to make you buy it and put down the kind of money it's probably going to be asking for when there is a legitimacy aside, Brian? I know I know about legitimacy and all that, but as far as a good-looking figure versus a good-looking figure. For me, it just has to be It just has good. to exist. He's going to get me away. <laughs> it has to be better than eh. Which well now, well now the reason I'm asking is because there's a lot of people out there that have Phoenix and that I'll admit after getting Phoenix, four. yeah, I see how <laughs> great the toy is, and I've always said Cronus is not a good toy, but it was a good-looking Skyfire and robot move. That aside, we this is going to be one of those things in which people are really going to have to decide: are they going to are they going to look for a Phoenix? before the prices jump up too much, are they going to hope the Skyfire is affordable? I mean, there's no way of knowing right now, but that's going to be a tricky situation for a lot of fans. Right now, if you can get a Phoenix, it's probably going to be cheaper than Masterpiece Skyfire. I would recommend, if you want a Skyfire representation, and Brian's going to hate me, I would (laughs) recommend getting the Fans Toys Phoenix. That being said, there's going to be a lot of people that are like, well, if I have Fans Toys Phoenix, do I need this? Probably not, unless you're a Skyfire fan like I am. Or you want legitimacy like Brian would right. want a, a a legitimate made by there, Takara for the line. There are Masterpiece whereas, toys that I have that I know that are not as good as some of the better thir- better third-party offerings out there, and I'm okay with that. See, that, again, I'm not trying to derail the conversation. I want to stay on track because we're not talking about writing. But, um... Oh, God. Sorry. Don, Don, you must have, like, an (laughs) IQ of 240. I just want to say that. (laughs) Next time you're down here, I'll take you over to the the, uh, Menza admission screening, and we'll get you in, and you'll be, like, the president and CEO (laughs) in, like, two weeks. So, I mean... Uh, I've seen Phoenixes run about loose, new, and I mean well, loose and, yeah, about two seventy five to three hundred to inbox around three seventy five to four hundred. So, judging how much mass this Skyfire is going to have versus what they charge for MP forty four, this thing is going to cost as much as MP forty four did. More, it's going to cost more. Well, I, I, I'm just saying. If somebody, wants, if somebody wants to write it down, I will go on record right now with my official prediction of MP Skyfire's price: forty-five thousand yen. Hold on, actually, that's what no, I was going to guess too. Isn't that what Optimus cost? Yeah, roughly. So I'm, the reason I'm bringing this up because this oh, this yeah, is right. going to be a major point for people yeah. like Brian who want legitimacy in the collection versus accurate representation, no matter who makes it. I would rather. I, think, I would rather have. Just, just my stance. I'd rather have a legitimate official product than no right. representation but, at all. But I think this is the first figure that's really going to make a lot of people look at which is more important: legitimacy versus accuracy and affordability. Okay. I'm just bringing that up because it's something I want to see as we get more about this Skyfire. That could be a very interesting thing to see in the social media. Who's talking about this? Who's tr- who's selling their phoenix to get this jet fire and who's not getting jet fire and looking for it. i think this is going to be a really interesting bellwether moment for people that do collect third party or don't like third party to see how it goes so since i 
forgot how expensive MP44 was. It's I'm expensive. Going to re- I'm going to revise my official prediction of Skyfire's price to 55,000 yen. Ooh. Okay. I'm, sticking with four, I'm sticking with 45,000. I mean, we can all agree it's there's no way it's going to be less than that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Even, for, like, even, even to Kilby's previous point about Star Saber, the thing to remember, Star Saber came out like six years ago. Oh, God. Um, or more before the pricing structure. Yeah, If Star Saber came out today, it would be at least a 35,000 yen masterpiece. And the thing is with the Skyfire, you're probably going to be seeing a lot of accessory pieces that both fit and like, why are they including this? You know, like I hope one of Skyfire's accessories is a glacier. Hmm. That would the be flight the, the flight stand the flight stand is the gla- it looks like a glacier that he's like flying out like he's flying over but the flight stand is like a clear plastic kind of shape glacier shaped thing that, that you can sort of because it's clear plastic yeah but uh but, I mean okay but not want to take up too much time Brian but what all can you do with Skyfire if you don't do the Robotech look alike. Parts. Not much. If you, do, if you yeah, there's not I can't think much. of that. I mean, what it, it, he might include a representation of the gun on top of the pyramid that MP Megatron could stand behind and. and well, I'm not even thinking accessories because that's just going to add to the price. I'm like, what can you do with the toy that's there? And yeah, I'm, I mean, I, well, I, well, think, I mean, I'm just saying they're going to add. They're going to add. They're going to add stuff to make to justify the price. So yeah, like, okay, yeah, and they will. So they will do like um, with masterpiece Dinobot uh, and have that. Um, masterpiece stand that they've done with a couple of things, which you know that boosts the uh, sticker value theoretically. Um, there's not a lot of accessories or you know um, items that are specifically associated with Skyfire, so I would think like um, you'd get effect parts more than anything. So you know jet wash things like that. Um, one thing they could do possibly, depending how they design the alt mode in particular, is um, Maybe like little mini figurines of some Autobots, like he's transporting them. Brawn and Windcharger. Well, I, I was going to mention that. Like, could they engineer it in such a way that, you know, he could actually uh, open up and you put figures in it? I'm sure they could have some open volume inside to have that effect. That would be cool. Because at the size it's going to be, like, there's already a semblance of that with um, Commander Class Jetfire Skyfire. The masterpiece is going to be just that much bigger, and it's not going to have to be that much more technically complicated. Like, you know, they should be able to have empty, uh, unused space in there that they could devote to some kind of a internal compartment like that. Do you think maybe Takara, once they found out, do you think Takara will look at Commander Class Skyfire for a lot of design cues? I wouldn't be surprised if there is engineering concepts in common, at least in the broad strokes. I think like many of the more recent masterpieces, they will invent complexity to add to it to make it feel like it's worth uh, 75,000 yen. Yeah, because that's always fun. <laughs> wait, wait, are you going up from your prediction? I had fifty five. I'm, I'm just screwing around right now, but um, <laughs> like, no, they they won't invent complexity to try to justify the price, but at the same time, like, it's still not going to be like I don't think it's going to be too far from the tree. Yeah. Um, if we're calling Commander Class Jetfire a tree, for instance. Dang. Okay. So my thought is it's going to be less complex than MP44, but much larger, which I think. I hope. Yeah. I hope. God, I hope it is. <laughs> 
So, but yeah, Night I think it'll be, says it'll be like MP44 full of folding panels, tiny hinges, and self-destroying paint. Good Lord, MP44. I, I found mine in, in a box because I just have it dumped in a box. And, <laughs> and like the antenna, one of the Prime's antenna, antennae is uh, slightly bent. And I freaked uh. out. I'm like, well, I'm the, one, I'm the idiot to put it in a box. So, and, and it will have the material strength of Masterpiece Hound. Uh, I mean, MP44 in some cases, that's that's where he is. So, yeah, you know, it's like they could do like a small little wheel jack with the uh, scrambler from Ultimate Doom that you can clip on to Skyfire, like he's leaning out the door, like a little piece. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's cool a too. yeah. I was thinking like know. appearances, and I, I just checked the wiki to see what his last appearance was, and it, it uh, a vague a character at least that looked like Skyfire was in Dark Awakening which was the one appearance in season three, but there's, you can't have like a dead prime or anything. You know how uh, you'll know if uh, this masterpiece Skyfire is too much. You won't if buy I it. Don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> that's you got 44, right? Doc has you bought two $600 Unicrons. I think that's his point though. Like, yeah. <laughs> Diecast will buy ridiculous things in absurd quantities. So if he won't buy Masterpiece Skyfire, it costs too much. But you didn't you didn't buy MP44, did you? No. Yeah, you thought it was too much. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was too much, and there were other... But uh, this is Skyfire. Third-party figures. Yeah, exactly, so, which makes me want it even oh, more. Yeah, uh, so I meant to ask Diecast. So, like, the, the Skyfire prototype's about two MP10s tall. How tall is Phoenix? He's Using taller. Using MP10 is a, bigger than that? Yeah. Okay. Well, holy yeah. Crap. So like, so like, setting aside any notions of you know official product or brand loyalty, it does sound like right now, if it's just you know a representation of Skyfire for you know three to five hundred dollars that you want, Phoenix might be the way to go. Like, it's at least something to strongly Comparable. consider. Yeah. I'd love to see a photo of how uh, tall MP10 is next to Siege Jetfire, just out of curiosity. That's an interesting question, yeah. Uh, Neither one of those things are in reach, I'm sorry. Oh, well. Hey, I want to I point this out. And I, I love our people on YouTube. Uh, I see the folks in there. Uh, if you want to interact with us, I honestly don't look at YouTube chat <laughs> much anymore since we moved to our Discord. Uh, don't say this often enough, but go to tfradio.net slash Discord. We have some people in both. Jared's in both. Uh, but at tfradio.net slash Discord, you, don't, you can install it from your browser, and we look and interact with the chat. Sometimes you get lost chatting with the chat. <laughs> um, and, and some of us are in there all week long, too. I'm, I'm regularly monitoring the Discord. Kilby shows up on odd occasion. I, like I, so I have it open. I have it open. I just don't. I'm not usually big into chatting so much, but I'm trying to get back into it. I actually logged into Ouija for the first time in last week. So in, in, in a while. So I'm trying to get back into it. But I do look at the chat nearly every day, even if I don't say anything. Uh, yeah, but tfradio.net slash discord, though we do love our folks on YouTube, but uh, you can still you can watch on YouTube and chat on discord and, you know, hang around and keep chatting when the show is not on. Like, yeah. Just hang out in the discord with us like it's it's a pretty chill environment. We have some pretty good conversations in there. Uh, Carl is saying, I wish I wonder if I still have Merc. We don't need Merc, Merc anymore <laughs> because that's not where it is. It's on discord. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Don, if I made you uncomfortable, but I did. That's the best pun you've ever made. And I was just really taken by that. 
Brian, you don't have to worry. You've been making, you've been making me uncomfortable for years. This okay. is just another. This, this is. This is. Just I don't mean another. to go on it, but like, like usually, usually, a lot of times I give you grief over your puns, but I genuinely, honest to God, think that one was hilarious. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the fact that I don't feel like crap. I've been sick all week, so uh, you know oh, I need good. to get laugh. I'm, I'm glad my humor brings life to the dying. I mean, I guess that's that's that a, was pretty good. That, yeah, that, I mean that that sounds like a positive attribute. Don. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so oh uh, god, there's still a lot of stuff to talk about, and I have a stupid not a stuff to talk about this week. So, um, um, okay, so premium finish. We had the official reveal for that, and yeah. it was it was as as it appeared to be. Um, the first wave is movie Volkswagen Bumblebee and Siege Optimus decoed like um, the Siege animated series. Yeah. Hooray. And it's it, so it, and it adds battle damage. It's just different battle damage. Yeah, it's battle damage that's consistent with what appears in the show. Um, Bumblebee Bumblebee actually looks a lot nicer than any of the previous releases of that Volkswagen mold because it's extensively painted all over. It's not just the car body panels. The robot specific parts are painted more heavily you know, it looks like the Optimus Prime's kind of uh, iffy, kind of borderline on how well it pulls off the premium thing. But like the Bumblebee actually has a premium look to its finish. It, from uh, from my position here, um, I don't know if the Siege Optimus would be better if it wasn't like so specifically about the Siege animated appearance with its battle damage. Like. I don't know if I'd like if it was just like a really nice clean deco versus what it actually is, but I'm kind of into that Bumblebee. The problem though is the prices. Um, and while these are not out of line for Takara toys at these price points, it's probably still more than I want to put into what this is. So um, Bumblebee is priced at 3,800 yen and okay. Optimus is 5,800 yen, which again, that's, that's consistent what with the prices. Deluxe's yeah. cost, yeah. Back in you uh, know, the, years the, ago. The Henke and United ones were actually less than that. The prices went up uh, quite a bit over the years. But um, oh, I always thought it was like 40 bucks to get one. You well, know. exchange rates vary, but like the list prices used to be lower for these, uh, for the okay, price yeah. points. Um, well, there's but no, I mean, this, this is This is very consistent with like um, the Legends series stuff that a lot of us were picking up in addition to the Hasbro releases because we have problems. Um, but I, I just don't know if I want to, you know, drop $40 uh, on this Volkswagen Bumblebee because it's, it's not very big. And I know it's, I know from other people's accounts, it's not that great of a toy. Either. It's not, <laughs> but it looks so nice. It does. Um, so, in Japan, these are going to come out in October, um, but they are up for pre-order at various uh, U.S.-based sites um, and probably will come out later than October because a lot of that you know, simultaneous stuff is not actually simultaneous. Um, but there's various options for getting these. Um, so the thing that came about with this, though, is uh, around the same time that the reveal happened, Lupaza Megastore on Facebook leaked some more solicitation materials and one of those is basically an outline document for the premium finish line if not in its entirety at least through the next several months so what's on the plan right now is um a total of six waves between october and march um all the toys past the first wave are represented with blacked out thumbnails although you can see a little bit of them and they appear to all be existing stock photo assets 
Mm. Um, so someone on the T-Formers forums who I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name because there's too many consonants. It's, it's like it's Welsh. Um, they uh, studied this and kind of tried to puzzle out what some of the others may be. So there's a, a presumptive list of what they might be. Um, so on the studio series side, the second release is the Bumblebee movie Optimus Prime. So uh, studio series 38 Optimus. Ooh, um, I'd consider that. that would, yeah, that would look nice with an upscale deco. And especially for what that thing goes for on the secondary market at this point, um, the 60-ish dollars for the Takara release would be a deal. Yeah. Uh, Studio Series 38 came and went and is just gone way up in value after that. Um, number three is Ratchet, the 2007 movie version. Uh, number four is uh, 2007 Megatron. Number five is 2007 Optimus Prime. And number six is Revenge of the Fallen Jetfire. And I, I tend to think guess. that I tend to think that this is correct because there's two Optimus Primes on here, which seems like something they would do. <laughs> uh, on the uh, generation side, which is all War for Cybertron trilogy, um, number two is, guess what? Siege Megatron again. Oh, no. Thank the maker. <laughs> it is possible. The thing, okay, so like, with Siege Optimus, it made sense to do that in this line with this deco pattern because there was not a toy already that uh, represented what Optimus looked like in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. We had Netflix Megatron that looked like Megatron looked in the cartoon. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the one thing where, I, well, one of two things where I really hope that there is like some outside the box thinking options on these and it's not just Siege cartoon, super accurate, uh, you know, slathered in paint. But it probably Why, I'll is. save some money. Uh, number three is Siege Ultra Magnus, which uh, see previous. <laughs> For those not watching video, Matt's face palming pretty hard. And I agree. Now, um, I'll be honest, a premium finish Magnus might be kind of tempting depending on now is there metal damage and i mean where's the rise one is or the kingdom one is better anyway yeah, yeah. Well, i mean it, premium it, deco on that well i mean wouldn't they take off the battle damage and, and put different battle damage on and, and paint paint it better well okay so the the netflix releases at walmart were basically already battle damage decoed accurate to the cartoon so yeah the most this would be doing if it follows what we think is the pattern right now is they would be applying that same battle damage deco over a ton more paint. Or it could be their take on that battle damage deco. Basically the same general idea, but not the same tampo or it may whatever. Not be, it may not be literally the same paint masks, but like it would be functionally identical. Or maybe it'll just be his head. So you can set it on Megatron's desk. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> well, I think it's a little late for that yeah. now. Um, so number four is Siege Starscream, which, I mean, battle damage aside, that probably would look nice with a full paint job. Yeah. Uh, um, I just, I'm done with that. I'm done with that mold. Are you getting no, the, uh, are you getting Netflix Wave 3, um, Seeker? Shitstorm? Yeah. We can't say that on the show, Matt. Well, you just did. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, That's the Sam. official name now. Uh, number five is Siege Shockwave, which, I mean, that, that could go either way. Existed. If if the purple they choose to paint it is a little bit brighter and more saturated just by chance, I might be more interested in that because it'd be closer to the G1 cartoon colors. 
it just occurred to me, and I, of course I know this, but I don't think about this. Siege was two toy lines ago. Yeah, I know it hurts. Yeah. Oh it? my God. Um, and then number six is Earthrise Wheeljack, which uh, see number two and three again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good yeah, news is saving so much money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing I would probably pay for a premium finished movie sideswipe. But that's but the only one I got. I know, but I'm saying that's probably the only thing I could really, you know, think of. I would pay for a premium finished movie wheelie. <sighs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so right now, as far as we know, this goes through March. There may be more planned already, or of course, you know, if they're satisfied with how these initial six waves sell, they could put more on the docket. But um for right now, it's not looking super compelling here. I, I very strongly may consider um, the studio series Bumblebee movie Optimus Prime when we see pictures when peers go up for that. But like beyond that, I can't see myself buying any of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, we have, I'll be honest, as good as Siege Optimus is, Earthrise has already had one, two, three recolors, and it's a better prime i can't see the premium paint really doing a lot to make people buy the siege mold again unless they really like the netflix series. i can't say this with this straight thing. <laughs> hey, hey uh chris the only question i have on this list yeah is you got revenge of the fallen jet fire <laughs> where's the prime to combine with it like is it possible I, that optimus prime is a lot the, of paint scrubbing though Potentially. I think the Revenge of the Fallen Optimus that was compatible with that Jetfire was just a retool of their 2007 Optimus anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it, both. Yeah, when it, you, it might still be possible. Sorry, Don. Oh no, I, I'm sorry. I, I, but yeah, I saw several videos in which um, it was possible to do Jetfire with both primes. Uh, there was an adapter piece included with one of the primes. So if that piece comes with this prime and the figures aren't retooled any, then it's possible that uh, it's still, it'll still be compatible. Why wouldn't they just do the Revenge of the Fallen, <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen Optimus Prime? How, how can you really tell the difference? It's like uh, uh, Optimus, <laughs> Optimus Prime. If we're judging this off of silhouettes. Uh, is there any saying they didn't? Um, right. That's yeah. That's the other thing too. Like this is all very you know presumptive off of someone's doing their own you know third-party toy detective work um and i certainly appreciate the effort that i appreciate the effort they put into it i'm not trying to diminish that in any way uh but like it is entirely possible that it is the revenge of the fallen version instead okay um since this is using existing stock photo assets there may have been something in that part of it that made it more clearly one than the other but either way like Revenge of the Fallen or 2007, the studio series Voyager is mostly the same toy, and both of them work with that jet fire. So it doesn't really matter for that purpose anyway. Yeah, it's just, for me, movie Optimus Primes, if it's not evasion mode, they all start turning into Iron Man suits. Like, once you get past up past 50, they're I mean, all... Dark, they're Dark all... the Moon kind of stands out, because they changed the shape of the chest design quite a bit with that. Um... One thing that could lead to this specifically being the 2007 movie is the Megatron is believed to be the 2007 movie, and they might want to have those be uh, counterparts to each other. 
and not mix and match the designs. But back to Don's mm. point, like, how can you really tell the difference anyway? Nope. You know, I've got, <laughs> I, I got the Amazon exclusive, the premium finish for the 2007 Optimus, the 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 first the first movie Optimus, and the premium finish. That's fine with me. I don't really. Need, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. It's not accurate at all, but it's a better looking toy with some personality with that premium finish than any of these primes. Uh, speaking of primes with no personality, well, I before oh, we move on, I just wanted to add that. So yeah, my segue, yeah. So we're rumored to get <laughs> Off a cliff. We're rumored <laughs> to get that Siege Ultra Magnus again, and it's still not painted as powered convoy, and that is infuriating. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be a selects for the holidays or so. I mean, I no, can't no, I think it's just a specific middle finger to Matt, me, and like four other and people. Kilby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people love you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so NPM. Uh, go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I still think oh. that they could actually do that as part of the '86 movie series as a. Like an 86 right. movie series, like and do yeah, it on Pulse or something. I would be all for that idea. That's actually a good idea, Don. You are on a you are on fire tonight, and Don. So there's the rumor, or whatever it popped up today. I'll just uh, like a movie or a variant uh, movie studio series uh, 86 hot rod. hot rod. You know, you know, suggestion was is it you know pink hot rod? We could very well get a Delta Ma- or a powered convoy uh, out of out of. Um, there was um, something that appeared in some other data mining weeks ago that was something to the effect of like studio series premiere or something like that which i don't know if that's ever resurfaced again in further listings but people were speculating that might be an equivalent um like generation selects kind of thing to studio series so someplace they could put you know specific kinds of redecos that maybe didn't have like screen time per se such as a powered convoy but you know would let them reuse the molds some more yeah, it'll, it'll be shattered glass, hot rod because yeah, it'll just be painted black. And, you know, honestly yeah. though, yeah. But you know, even if it was, you know, with the power convoy though, uh, the people who need to know why he would be included know, and those who don't, yeah. it's a Google search away. Yeah. So. Alternately, alternately, if we're looking for hot rod redecos, they could always go like, like with all the shattered glass stuff, where they're just recover, retreading all the uh, the former ground of the the old collector's club, they could do it in blue as sideburn. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. yeah. I mean, it's a nice looking toy, but I would, you know, rather have a pink hot rod, I guess. Uh, okay. Crazy thought here. Both. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now that we've said that it'll be in yellow and it'll be hot shot. For- or somebody um, said, I forgot who it was. They said, piss, piss hot rod. today. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I, I can go back to my Twitter and give them credit. They're going to get Kurt credit real quick. I, I don't think I would buy Shining Hot Rod as did, such. Did he get anything more than a shadow, though, when, when the Matrix flashed? Okay, so um, the, the e-hobby set that had the brown junkie on that we referenced earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Was translucent it, blue. Yeah, it came with a clear blue hot rod, which was the Matrix Shine version from that scene where he caught the right. Matrix. Right, yes, okay, yeah. So, and the thing is, Ultra Magnus also glowed blue when he touched the Matrix, or, you know, when the Matrix shined on him, it, rather than yellow. So nobody really knows why matrix shine ultra magnus 
is uh like it's composed of congealed urine but it is and you know we can't really say one way or the other what uh uh similar hot rod would be or not okay it looks like except that we have the previous art of the e-hobby one which was clear blue like it quote unquote should have been what was the third oh yeah that cup in the the different uh different tones. yeah with the yeah. scrapes yeah i still yeah. have that somewhere okay lots of news left to talk about yeah, mpm 12 optimus the bumblebee movie version uh yeah so, yeah my segue to this of you know Optimus Prime with no personality really was perfect. Unfortunately, we had to uh, you know finish the other topic. Uh, but, but we already, we got glimpses of this before from the box. Is there anything that stands out? Um, it still has cat ears in truck mode. It does. But yeah, that was that was gonna be kind of my joke with this is like there's no personality and like I struggled to actually like find anything to say about it to write about it in the in the rfc news post or to summarize in the show notes here uh because there is just no personality here um it comes with a matrix that didn't actually appear in the movie to my recollection correct so that's that's cool and it's compatible with mp44's trailer because everybody just has one of those lying around I, yeah, I have four lying around <laughs> oh no that's mine's in phoenix a, my, mine's in a box somewhere and i'm not going to pull it out to well, maybe because of the cat ears, maybe I would. So interesting thing too: the um, picture of uh, MPM twelve with the trailer on it was on Takara's Transformers website at one point. Oh, it's not there anymore. Interesting. And I think that's because the picture uh, we have a copy of it in the news article. There's no text on it that says that the trailer is not included, and generally oh, yeah. they are very, very, very careful to uh you know fine print everything that, yeah you know whether it's something that's not included or it's just like this deco's not quite final it might look a little bit different like they're very careful to cover themselves so that might have got pulled back down for that reason yeah yeah because that's just mp44's trailer isn't yes. it yes yeah. it is yeah it actually looks like they photoshopped the cab in the trailer together <laughs> <laughs> I think that's because I mean it it, it is photoshopped and well overall. yeah they cut, yeah they cut all the background out yeah. of it okay cool uh, okay so because of course I just bought G one Artfire of course <laughs> you know this you was know, you know we had talked about that Artfire was on the list for selects for this yes. year yes it's but, been rumored for a while yeah it's not like I wasn't aware of that I bought the Artfire <laughs> anyway but the thumbnail for this week on uh, YouTube and on our uh, Roku channel. Uh, it, it implies that I didn't know that, but it's a joke. Uh, well, I mean, for what it's worth, it delighted me anyway. Yeah. So uh, it, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it comes with a Target Master or Battle Master. Now, sadly, it is just another redeco of Fire Drive, Hasbro's favorite Battle Master. It's close every enough. Time they, every time they need to put a, a Battle Master in with something, it's a Fire Drive redeco. So, but the good thing with this... So if you bought that Siege Skywarp set that came with the extra Battlemasters, one of those was supposed to be Fracas, but didn't really look like Fracas. This comes with a nightstick that looks a lot like Fracas because Artfire's nightstick is Fracas. Yeah. So you could take the nightstick from this and give it to one of your Scourges as a more accurate Fracas and take the Fracas from that other set and let Artfire have it because who cares? Exactly. Okay, I want to call that Parsonomics. Because, because <laughs> that that both confused and was interesting at the same time. 
Now, meanwhile, I have the um, the Transformers United Artfire, um, which is from the uh, Universe 2008 Inferno mold. And it came with both a redeco of um, Nightstick from Universe Cyclonus mm-hmm. and a redecoed Power Core Combiner Minicon that had a not really a gun mode. Um, so, like, there's a little bit of difference between this, but I kind of prefer what this one's doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get rid of my United one. But in no. any case, no, I like that one, but I like this one too. Because I also have United Stepper, and there's no way I'm ever gonna part with any um, Reveal the Shield Jazz mold uh, reuse. No, as you shouldn't ever. And, and I have reason. to. I have to have the pair of them together. Like that's the rules. So real quick, uh, I, I wanted to give credit uh, Ness, of course, who's awesome. But this in our Discord. Oh. I've never actually said the name out loud, even though I see it every day on Twitter. Uh, DMTF, D-I-E-M-T-F on Twitter is the one that made the piss rod joke. So, hmm. yeah, just wanted to Good share. Job. Yeah. So now we need some way to get that uh, Studio Series Jazz redone as Stepper. I-, I can't believe with this design team, that's not already on the short list. I, I don't see it being done as a selects because we got the power of the prime stepper already, and that was not that long ago. So we're probably looking at I some mean, kind we, of retailer I mean, between, between Netflix and selects, you know, we got two deep covers at the same time. So I'm well. Also, also Ricochet or Stepper are not on the list of known selects uh, toys yeah. for this I, entire I, year. I mean, you know that that list is so far proven to be accurate, but I I, I don't know that I would say it's completely authoritative or all inclusive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can certainly say that it's not necessarily completely comprehensive. They could add something to it. That's a better weight. Um, but just like for what we have right now, there is no sign of ricochet slash stepper being a thing in selects specifically. Now, it's not to say that Amazon couldn't turn something up. Target couldn't turn something up. You know, there's there's many outlets for something like that to come through. And yes, I agree. Like, I'm sure that is on someone's short list. Yeah. You don't, you don't go to the trouble of making an art fire and including a target master and extra blast effects and everything with it and not plan to also make the other one and do the same thing with it. Like it's, it's just not done. Yeah. Also, I, I want to point out, as I did in the news post, uh, the two sets of blast effects are in clear blue. So I'm, I'm declaring now that Artfire's Nightstick is a Target Master water gun. That's what I was thinking. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense for a fire engine. That's actually so. what I was trying. I was trying to utilize that for the uh, thumbnail art somehow. Ah. Uh, and it just, I couldn't, couldn't make it work in the time I had. So I, I left it out. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yes, I, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Odds are this is going to be uh, higher than regular Voyager price. It might be Shattered Glass Megatron money, or it might be you know a little bit less. Like if it's just the base cost of um, a Voyager and a Battlemaster, so like thirty five ninety nine. But it costs less than the G one version. You know, you're probably on the. I hope there. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have a hard time budgeting that if I have to spend like Unicron money on oh, it. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And that and that'd be for like a junkie copy, but yeah. No, it's not. A- not junky. I'm not fine. calling yours junky. You got a good deal on yours, but like, you know, 
for most cases, you're going to get kind of a junky one for Unicron money. You know, it's just with this being, if this is a selects and everything, it'll come in that plain old brown box. And I, w- I kind of would like to have seen them together in box like art a, for it, yeah. with, with the box art for like or something like that. Walmart. Uh, or the, or, the, or the Amazons. I, I wish they would have done them together as a two pack when they were doing that Galactic Odyssey thing. They could, uh, have, been, they could have been from Planet Master. Like it would have worked. Oh God, that would have been awesome. Okay, damn it. Uh, okay, so Chris, <laughs> I know nothing about this next thing. Uh, oh, let me go back over the show notes. And it's see. the leaks. Oh yeah, I mean the bullet, so I said the show notes with the summary bullet points just in case I wasn't here, so you could go through that and kind of understand what you were talking about. So. So, like, hey, Kingdom's look, being extended. When is the last time that happened? In Siege. That happened with Siege? Really? What did they yeah. add? Astro Train. Uh, also, supposedly, Ape Face and Crosshairs. Really? I don't remember that. Okay. okay. That's so, cool. um, Astro Train and Ape Face, as I understand it, were both designed for Wave 1 of Earthrise. Uh, and Crosshairs was going to be a retailer exclusive, like maybe one of the uh-huh. Amazon things. And when the stores, and by the stores, I probably mean Walmart, decided mm-hmm. they wanted more Siege, they pulled the two toys from the first wave of Earthrise and put them in Siege packaging, and they took crosshairs from wherever that was going to be and put that in a wave. And probably they split up Spinister out of, like, wave four to put with it. So is that I don't something think Spinister in- was meant as an Earthrise toy. Is that something think. we inferred because the, the way, you know, basically the toy ended up being repurposed in... Uh, Earthrise packaging, or did we learn that somewhere? I don't know if we learned it through official channels, but we've learned that along the way, the same way we've learned about things like Kingdom being extended. Okay. Uh, so there, we'll call it like 95% true with a small chance of, you know, being pulled out of someone's rear, but the people who are saying this have good track records and are probably on the up and up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Kingdom being extended uh, because apparently it's been doing good sales numbers for the stores. Um, well, hopefully we get some of that stuff that was in the uh, promotional art that didn't materialize as toys. Oh no, it's too late for that. Oh. All we can really, all that can really happen right now is juggling the stuff that's already in the pipeline. So bringing some 2022 stuff backward to be um, Kingdom branded. And also spacing out some of the stuff that was already going to be Kingdom stuff to fill more space. Uh, so allegedly, um, Wave 4 now is going to be two first-run toys and repacks of Huffer and Warpath, hmm. according to one source. Uh, with the Wave 5 then including um, Slammer and Pipes some more repacks to be named later. The, the, the important part of this whole thing, which we haven't gotten to yet, is that um, Blaster is now a Kingdom toy. Voyager Blaster, which was going to be uh, from the start of 2022. Hmm. And probably technically will still be in the start of 2022. What did we know, because, about, what did we know about Blaster other than... Well, well uh, we know that it's a Kingdom toy now. <laughs> but yeah, I was saying I didn't know anything about it until I read the show notes. Okay, yeah, so, so I, I was it not on the list. To, I think to well, it was on the list of stuff for 2022 that's been floating around. Yeah. Um, but I think today where this popped up from some data mining, and I think had a barcode number associated with it. 
is the first like concrete anything that it's actually going to be a thing in a specific line. Because the problem with the leaks over the last several weeks, um, there's been a lot of sources and they're not all saying the same thing about what goes in what line. And that doesn't mean that the stuff that people are saying is untrue, but like if the people are getting stuff um, told to them at different times and plans are kind of fluid, and they're, you know, bouncing stuff between studio series and uh, kingdom or whatever comes after it, you know, at whatever point they hear it, what they're saying, what they're repeating is probably true, but they're not uh, as up to date on it as they could be. So at some points, Blaster was being uh, slotted in as a studio series toy. Some were saying it was a generations toy. And now we kind of got it down as a kingdom toy, even though this is the first time it's ever been presented as kingdom, but, there's barcodes and data mining and it's in some inventory system, so probably when, Walmart. When was the last time we got, even though it's not the same line, a blaster and a sound wave at the Frames same return. Oh, price at the price point, but they were not retools. Oh, uh, never. Yeah. That's what I thought. So <laughs> G- G1. Well, they're not the same. I mean, they, but uh blaster is like 50 times taller than sound wave. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll be nice to have the same price. Yeah. They? Well, it'd be nice to have two that are comparable, that are the same size, you would expect, that aren't just like the same toy. Assuming it's not, you know, a retool of Soundwave. Please don't be a retool uh, of Soundwave. I mean, that's not the impression I'm getting from the, the vagaries that are going on about this. Um, also, one, it's not in the news article, but I learned afterward, apparently this plaster is going to come with an eject. Okay. Nice. Hmm. Um, so that actually makes me think that this blaster might be a little bit smaller than Soundwave overall to account for the mass of a transforming cassette. Assuming that um, the assuming that eject is comparable to like Rumble, yeah, I would from the figures. So, what are the cassettes going to be single release uh, core core class now? <sighs> but then, how would that fit inside? That's that's, that's too big. Well, core class is too small to to double pack them. They could double pack them. Impasse. Um, maybe that maybe that'll be one of those selects things again, like for uh, the for de- like for oh, double dealer, the power master, yeah, yeah double dealer's power master. Uh, I mean, it could be a core class with a blast effect part or something. Maybe I don't know. Uh, uh, a, that sounds terrible. A single pack core class micromaster cassette with a uh, uh, cassette case. Actually, um, you know, mm-hmm. they did the for the Encore cassettes to have the cassette they, cases. And they did something like that for the Fall of Cybertron data disc cassettes. Oh, God. Yeah. Although those yeah. still came in two packs. Mm-hmm. But the economy was much different then. Yeah. I hope we get a twin cast off of this blaster. Oh, please. Well, so nobody's saying for sure anything. Um, but, like, that's also apparently on someone's shortlist. For generation selects uh probably yeah. Yeah, yeah well yeah i mean when when you're going for blaster repaints you're kind of you know slim pickings well and since we got blaster coming and we've got a sound wave and they like doing saturn glass they did now, sound, well they did sound blaster so yeah twin but, cast makes a lot of yeah, sense but also so, do it but also getting a shatter glass sound wave and blaster Oh yeah, as well. Oh, and we need the bandana, so that could come with one of the cassettes <laughs> in the core class. Oh yeah. So the other thing I can uh, we can infer, I guess, uh, from them moving figures from the next trilogy to 
kingdom, which is the end of this trilogy, is mm-hmm. that there's not going to be a huge difference between what we're ha- what we have now and what we're going to get in the next trilogy. Yeah, probably, probably not. not. Yeah, because like Siege was a significant change in design philosophy from Power of the Primes, but it wasn't something that was specific to what Siege was like. It was a design evolution that probably would have happened anyway, regardless of what the War for Cybertron trilogy would have been if it wasn't that. Um, you know, it's just a different approach to how they want to design the toys to make them um, a little bit more robust, look higher quality than having ball joints all over the place, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then it just kind of worked out well for them that that also helped with the weaponizer functionality. It made them able to support more weight on the same uh, frames, basically. So, you know, it, that, it, was a, it was a revolutionary step in how the toys are designed, but it's not something that's isolated to this set of three toy lines. Or there's no reason to think it is. You know, my uh, brain's but there's right. just no, no major evolution in the next wave from what we can see. No, we're, like, yeah, we're, we're, probably, not revolution. The, we're probably not you. moving on to the Unicron oh, trilogy. God. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I no, I was right there with you. Just you know, diecast started talking before I could yeah. get to it immediately, and and you know, I was also trying to avoid calling it a transformative step in the design because that's just too on the yeah. nose. So, uh, some red stuff too, potentially. <laughs> yes, I love how I, I love how in the article I phrased uh, part of this that they're uh, introducing G one Galatron into Red Collection specifically to cause you pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, we presume the inclusion of Galatron here is intended specifically to cause harm to Brian Kilby, outspoken critic of the Red Collection and noted obsessive fan of Galvatron. I love Galvatron. I brought That's exactly super, I'm how I like, wrote it in the article. Yeah, like there, <laughs> like I don't. There's a lot of there's a lot of Galvatron toys I don't have. I don't have. Uh, yeah, I don't have one of the uh, Japanese uh, uh, exclusive uh, decoys. I don't have the vinyl. What the Botcon model kit uh, stuff? But yeah, I would. And you don't have the best one ever made, which was the fans toys. I sold it. You had it? Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't crazy. care you're for the, it. You had the okay. fans toys one? Yeah, I had the fans toys one. I sold I it. I know you had I know you had Mania King. Yeah, and I gave that one away, that. but I sold yeah. I sold I sold Sovereign. <laughs> Man, oh, okay. such a good figure. Yeah. It's too, too much um, metal. This red collection. Oh yeah, I remember now... the too much metal conversation now. I remember that. Yeah. This red this red collection now is starting to make me mad because we Bumblebee we haven't you're gotten, finally paying attention. Do you see Bumblebee? Yeah, Bumblebee's not great. There's no scale, which you know, like if, in something oh. like this, you want to, you know, maybe kind of sort of do a little bit of scale because they, you know they do they do it with like the black series Star Wars stuff and Marvel Legends has some scale. Nope, <laughs> red has no Dude. scale whatsoever. Do characters that don't transform that we never got like that's well, that's what I want that's well, what I yeah. want in red. Well, here's the thing that I don't understand. They've already had two successful lines with Black Series and Black Series and Marvel Legends that they know how the stuff scales relatively close to each other. They're doing it for GI Joe being a newer line. Oh yeah, but class, I'm sure, yeah classified. But 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 they are taking cues from Legends Series of Black. Why is Red Series being approached? Without that same mindset, well, it's not the okay. same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, transformers are all over the place. There's, it's I not know, like, but I, but I'm just saying, it just seems like I, th- I think what Don is getting at is from like uh, 
a line design yeah. perspective, like for designing the whole series, not individual toys. It's kind of getting the short end of the stick relative to all their other collector figure lines. And Don, the only thing I can really um, compare to is think of Saban's Mask Rider versus Power Rangers and VR Troopers, where you had one really nice show, so to speak, uh, one show that was obviously the second stringers, but was still, you know, it had its heart in the right place. And it was trying really hard. And then you had Saban's Mask Rider, which had all the leftovers. So I was thinking Don was talking about, like, from an engineering perspective. Like, so, like, the engineering for Red Series, in my mind, should work like Marvel Legends are classified. But Transformers are not, this morphologically, they're not the same kind of shapes. And I think mm-hmm. something like the joints and stuff that apply to those toys might not necessarily like Marvel Legends or Black Series. I don't know how much of that translates to boxes. That's and plus they're stuck in a price point where like Marvel Legends has expanded. You know, they use builder figures. They use, uh, uh, you know, bigger price points to to get those different scale characters when needed like hulk um you know look at the the ragnarok villain that they just brought out he's going to be like 52 dollars yeah because he's like 13 inches or something like that so they they have those different price points in those collections now where you know this is just a walmart exclusive or you know a, Mm -hmm. a walmart figure from what we know other than some that go on uh, pulse or, and it's, that's, that's it. It's the $20 price point or the $20. Well, yeah, and, and that's a lot of what the issue here, I think is that whether it's that Hasbro sat down with Walmart and specifically made a deal with them to be the exclusive distributors of red or that it's a Walmart exclusive because, you know, no, they shopped this around and nobody else wanted to take it on. And Walmart is just like, okay, give it to us. We'll do it but we only want to handle one price point. We only want so much, you know, per wave, you know, like if Walmart's taking this on an exclusive, they're going to be in the driver's seat more than usual with it. And they're going to be dictating more terms with how they're going to handle it. So, uh, you know, for that reason alone, they're not going to have as much flexibility to introduce other sizes and price points to do these bigger characters at bigger sizes. Well, how long did it- and, and one more point, um, being an exclusive line, Hasbro might not be putting all their best resources <sighs> into developing too. it. How, how long did it take Marvel Legends or the Black Series to introduce something that, like a vehicle or something that was a different price point than the figures or a different or a larger figure? It was a while, uh, right? Waves, at least. See, with the Marvel stuff, it's a harder question because when Hasbro took on Marvel Legends, they also started the Marvel Universe, the G.I. Joe size figures. Yeah, but those don't cross over. No, but that was where they started getting into different price point stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you had the Galactus and the Sentinel, which were Marvel Universe things that were jumbo size. And then once Marvel Universe folded, they started bringing that philosophy into Marvel Legends. So it's like it's a little bit muddier to say when that hit Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but like black series, they were kind of all over the place pretty early yeah. on, but it's also they Star had, Wars. They, yeah, they had star Wars uh, backup right there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Any other I thoughts? Don't if, I don't know if it's cool, but well, yeah. um, just the full list of figures though. So there's uh, Galvatron, which we talked about in 
spun us off into this whole mess. Um, G1 Shockwave um, and Transformers Prime, Optimus, and Megatron. Okay. And then there was, uh, like you referenced earlier, the listing for a variant version of Hot Rod, which maybe that's the Magenta version. Maybe it's something else. I don't know. And it's not in the show notes. And honestly, I don't even know where you would find news for it. Um, but uh, apparently, there's some new stuff showing up at, at Authentics for Authentics. Um, a, oh. a new. Oh yeah, like a like a barricade. Yeah, a barricade was a while ago, I believe. But okay. there's a new shockwave, I think, showing up. We were talking about oh. it on History on the Fives on Patreon. Uh, so I guess I really need to start hitting up Family Dollar and Dollar Generals, even though I don't want to. Yes, I've noticed um, Kroger here has the large authentics. Oh, cool. And uh, Dollar Tree. Uh, Dollar Tree is added. My Dollar Tree, anyway, is added a not dollar section, like a $5 oh. section in authentic oh, stuff no. is there. Yeah. <laughs> I still need to find those two and a half inch G.I. Joe figures. I guess that's the start of Dollar Tree going the way of Dollar General, because as I understand, Dollar General was originally literally a dollar store. That makes sense. Yeah. And then it transformed into everything is just a flat dollar number no you know 99 cents onto the end of it yeah okay uh let's jump to i guess what we got this week who got something i don't have anything and be glad for it okay i don't have anything either okay <laughs> diecast i upgraded unicron's head oh nice. i got a third party kit did you, get, did you get two kits or just one i just got one because I have one that's going to be in robot mode. One well, I didn't know, like, in. if you would transform them occasionally and then trade them off, which is going to be robot and which is going to be, you know, uh, no, moon. no, okay. I, I don't want to transform it. <laughs> Me neither. <Ever. laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not one of those things like, hmm, this will be fun to fiddle with. <laughs> it's not, it's not fun to fiddle with. It's, uh, but yeah, it's a little kit and it was. Uh, has had some 3D printed parts so the switch actually sits inside the head and the green LED light actually sits in between the eyes inside the head and there's a 3D pin printed piece to hold it and you hit the switch and you get a lovely light up eye gimmick on him that's pretty bright even on the webcam yeah. it is it looks nice yeah uh, it it's really nice. Um, It'd be great what, if one was a laser diode, and you could shoot a green laser out of it. Yeah. Now, let's talk price because everyone says how expensive are electronics? Oh, it's so expensive. Um, this kit, which someone you know spent time to custom make with shipping out of their home, without you know lots of team members working on it for yeah. safety standards. For safety standards. Yeah, yeah, without having to pay anybody to do the assembly, right? It's safe. How much? How how unsafe is an LED light? I mean, do really. you remember? Do you remember the recent case of the exploding Quintesson? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor A exploded uh, a couple of months oh, ago. Yeah, Dr. that was a different. <laughs> that was a different situation and a different type of battery. These are running on two little button cell batteries oh, not they can a still, they can yeah okay um but no kilby's exactly right there's almost no overhead to that and you know safety oversight might not be as much of a thing but like when you're doing this on uh factory margins where you've got people whose specific job it is to do that you're paying those people specifically to install electronics and you also to supply large quantities etc cetera, etc cetera, and you know 
for Transformers, which have a tight production margin anyway, it's just it's out of it's out of field for it, even if you can get something like that off of AliExpress for five cents. But tell us how much it cost, iCast. Yes, we it still was, want to know that part. It was like twenty bucks, which did that includes shipping. And a switch. There's a switch yeah. in there. And a switch. You know, how much a lot, you know how much a switch costs? Like thirty cents. You know how much an LED costs? Like thirty cents. That. So you got That's cheated. That's what I'm saying. You got tweet, I miss you our got, local electronics store. Yeah, you got Okay. Yeah, yeah so well, let's roll your own. The problem is, if I would have made it myself um, to buy the Switch off Amazon, it came in a set. Radio Shack. Is Radio Shack even a thing? It's Okay, so there is no. there is a shop in town that has a Radio Shack sign in the window, but it's not technically Radio Shack anymore. It's like Highland Electronics because oh, yeah. that, that was the owner of the... Radio Shack franchise, and they just kept the sign up when Radio Shack. Yeah, we have that too. Being an entity, something like that. Yeah, they're like no, they're electronic stores. I, I priced it out. It it was it was a lot easier, and it was about the same price. Just let him coward thing and send it to me. <laughs> <sighs> no diecast. That, that's not, that's not a bad price for and it, considering you spent six hundred and fifty dollars on the Unicron. Yeah, no, I mean, we're not actually like ragging on you for spending $20 on a lighting kit. We're, we're using that to prove the point that electronics are too expensive to put in Transformers at the current pricing model. Brian, because you, you spent an extra like 20, 30 cents in the lights. But you spent an extra $20 on it. Yes. And, you know, if you spent $20 on that, Hasbro and their factories probably would have spent about 4 or $5 on that to install it per unit. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot to me on a six hundred dollars figure. Well, diecast when you produce, uh, you, you know, don't 12, work a production job. When you produce twelve to fourteen thousand six hundred dollar figures, let me know. You know how five dollars each for an optional component stacks up for you. Yeah, I would want to know what that did to the margin. <laughs> like they but. didn't put paint on the teeth. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Unicron's the most expensive, ambitious thing they've done in Transformers. But because of some of the things that came out of the final production of it, we know it was still very much subject to the same uh, nickel and dime uh, budget practices as everything else. Oh, yeah. If you've gotten your LEDs in that, they would have borrowed the plastic for the mall from Pink Hot Rod. And I promise you, too, if they had come out with this and didn't need to crowdfund it ahead of time, even if they had implied a price of around $600 when they started, if they were only charging when it was ready to go, the price would have been higher than what they originally said, because they were doing this all based on projections of what the production would look like. And I don't think it ended up being exactly what they expected. It, yeah, it makes sense. outstripped that. And they had to start cutting things like teeth paint. <laughs> so what else did you get this week? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> No, that's no. You know what? That's cool. And like the eyes lit up green like that looks really good. And in another time and place where the economics of it were more favorable, like, yeah, absolutely. That's something they should have included with it by default because like that's a cool effect. Yep. Like I, I think the eye gimmick is dumb. It, it's fairly noticeable. I, I think they should have just act, axed the eye gimmick and put a LED in it. I would have been much happier with that. But, you know. I think they could have did that, but I I love it. I'm not I'm not like oh I hate Hasbro because they did this. I I love 
Yeah, I'm legitimately, it. I'm sorry we ragged on you about that for various things, because, like, the, the actual thing itself in its own context is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm very, I'm very happy. Okay, very that's happy. good. Rob, did you get anything? Uh, just a new copy of Dark Knight Returns to which, replace my oh, true to the What is which edition you got? Uh, don't, not exactly sure okay. wh- uh, how to tell them apart, but it's the one with the, uh, uh, it's the one with Batman standing behind the building, a very large Batman behind the, uh, okay. between behind the Gotham Twin Towers. Okay. When you said you got, you, you, uh, you want to make sure it was authentic to the original as possible. I was thinking you might've got the, the old, like 30, 30 year old, 25 year old, uh, uh, complete Frank Miller, uh, Batman. No, that's temptation, though. Oh, I man, that's the one I've got. Today. I've had it, you know, for 20 years. It is so nice. It's leather bound. Oh, it's wonderful. I'll have to look into that sometime. I think I actually have the matching uh, uh, volume of the uh, greatest Joker stories ever told, which is a nice book. Oh, cool. uh, but but yeah, I just I just wanted an original copy of it because an awful lot of modern printings of older comics. Oh, change remove the yeah, remove the work of the original colorists, and that is not okay. So, I got an original version, and I'm pretty happy with that. It's my favorite comic ever. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I read it all the time. I've read it well over a hundred times. It's it, it's my favorite. It's my favorite comic. It's, it's too bad comic. there was never a sequel to it. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> never. So, uh, so Don has a cat. Don has a cat. Don, did you get anything? Anything? Okay, that was all Rob got. Don, what'd you get? He's got his Bye, mute Massey. box on. He had to move Massey. I turned my yeah, mute I'll, box off so I could talk about this. Yeah, I've only got one thing this week, but uh, thanks to our friend Brickinator on Twitter, I now have Ooh. Fans Toys G2 Slack. Uh, that, was that Scoria originally? Yeah, Scoria. Scoria. Oh, that's nice. funny, Don. So, uh, so yeah, this is part of the reason I was uh, selling the things. Was that the big one? Uh, that's the big item? No. Actually, no, it's not. Uh, this this galvanized me to get the other item, but it, oh, was, not, it, okay. was, but it was not uh, It was not that. But, uh, again, it's the Fans Toys, uh, the, the G2 Green Scoria version, which, I, which I'm hoping to get because... If they, since fans, like I mentioned last week, with fans always reissuing some older stuff, if they decide to do the other two Dinobots and the G2 colors, whatever's left on the market of these are going to go through the roof. So I wanted to go ahead and hedge my bets right now. Plus, it's G2 Dinobots. I mean, it's it's 90s at its best mm-hmm. slash worst, <laughs> but, I, but I wanted to go ahead and get them while, and he made me a really good deal on that, and I Works really awesome. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. He really appreciate it. Cool. Okay, that was it. Okay, so Don actually tells me where I need to start off. Um, so uh, I got too much <laughs> stuff this week. Some of it was from Don. And I'll make it quick. Uh, but the first thing I want to show off is uh, my uh, G my green G two Snarl. Ah. So I completely forgot that Snarl came in green, or at least I forgot that I didn't have it. Uh, and I was really sad when I saw how much they go for now. Uh, because it's the, it's, I, I don't know if it's the uh, turquoise Grimlock is the rarest one, of course. Uh, but, uh, these are not as common as the, as the other versions of the, maybe, maybe, maybe red slag is nearly as uncommon of the ones that are out there, I guess. But, uh, really wanted this and saw it for sale and I picked it up. So it's nice. 
Uh, I just put a bunch of random crap. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Transformers board game from 85, 84. Oh, cool. It's complete. And Ooh. these are go for so cheap that I actually I'm not afraid to play, play it with my kids if they ever want to play it. Hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so pick that up. That's something. Does, I, it, does it have that vintage board game smell? I still really can't smell too well because of uh, oh, sorry. COVID. Yeah, no, no. It's not like I'm, it's not like I lament <laughs> the ability to smell. I have cats, so it's actually been pretty great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and children. You also have children. So. Well, the problem with the children is I have to change their diaper. I can look and see if I need to change the litter box. Point. Um, yeah. So this is great. So a lot of this is just random stuff because I shipped a pile of loot. Um, this was just... I, uh, Jason Murray on Twitter was posting something about the Binal Tech version of this. And I remember that I had this. It's the SDCC uh, Nemesis Prime from like oh. 2013. I had this and sold it huh. as part of my uh, purge. Oh, not Well, not the great purge. But when I was a little more inclined to, to part with stuff, and I just, just I saw it, and I'm like, I'll get it. I, I'm sorry, I, I you said that, and I just can't not I can't proceed without saying it's the Great Purge, Charlie Brown. The great, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> um, couple, let's see here. I was going through. I've been talking for the last two years about completing my G1, and one sad realization that I had is like, why? As I start going through the list, uh, 1984. I've got all of 1984, don't I? And I look, nope, I don't. And a lot of what I have is, oh, that's, uh, oh, that's reissue. That's, that's, uh, oh. So I'm trying to ma- have some directed movement toward completing 84. So uh, this is something that definitely I don't have. And there's definitely not a reissue of it. It is the yellow cliff jumper. Ooh. Oh, yeah. nice. I'll still need like bumper and all that. And God, those are expensive. But this is, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's something I picked up. I love me some variants. Yeah. There's too many of them. Yeah. God. Um, okay. This is something somebody, Steven, I think was asking me either on Twitch chat when I was playing this weekend or on Twitter. Um, it is the uh, fight super mech life versus head warriors. VS zero five uh, alligator con Optimus prime. Oh, Diecast or Don, do you have any of these? Yeah, yeah, I had I had that one, and you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy that." I but was no. thinking about getting it. I was thinking about getting it, but I've yeah. got the I've got the uh, third party version from a few years ago, Fan, the fans project one. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I will buy all of these whether I like them or not. And the fans project toy, I don't, I'm not crazy about. I'm less crazy about this. I was going to ask Diecast what you think of these com- in general. They're okay. They're they're fun little. They toys. feel very primitive compared to from like a from like a, a finish perspective well they are se- those those designs are several years old and they're just bringing them back out there's even a box set available now at some uh retailers of all eight main headmasters you like the paint apps are great uh i guess that's paint yeah it's gotta <clears throat> be paint like it's that's really nice and clean and uh everything um but like the the plastic itself, the the finish on the plastic is rough. They're like some um, pinholes that uh, have junk where the plastic is didn't completely form correctly. Um, I mean, the design itself is not bad. I, I, my, my complaint is mostly around the finish on it. Um, yeah, paint apps are actually, the paint apps are fantastic. 
But the, who's the manufacturer of that? Head Warrior. Is it Vecma? It? Vec- I think. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Vecma. Yeah, Vecma. Vecma Studios. Um, like it looks. Just looking at it, it looks great. But just the feel of it, it feels like something from eight, seven, eight years ago from a third-party perspective. Um, it doesn't feel as nice to say like uh, Magic Square or anything like that. Mm. Which I guess you wouldn't expect it to. Uh, more random crap. This is just like, like I said, I shipped a pile of loot, so just a bunch of junk. Um, I this is the worst thing I've ever bought, and I actually I thought I had it, and I guess I didn't. It is <laughs> oh my god, it is the Rise of Rodimus Prime set. You guys remember this? That platinum disaster, yeah. The platinum disaster. So that's titanium Rodimus and universe Galvatron in one set. Yeah, that Two is the, the most worst, worst toys, toys ever. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That okay, all right. That Rodimus is one of the best titanium figures they did. Yep. Sadly, yeah. But I mean, I'm just I'm saying that that's, that, that's, that, a, that's a pitiable statement, Don. Well, I mean, I'm trying to be. I mean, that Galvatron really needed to be a larger class size, but they had too many tanks. But that titanium Rodimus is not. Bad. Yeah. Uh, I agree to disagree. I mean, I still have one on my shelf, but still. Sadly, though, sadly, though, that didn't come in my pile of loot. I bought that separate. <laughs> I was I was looking at my Platinum Edition stuff and like I, I realized that I did. I haven't been I did. I haven't been good about buying Platinum Editions. So I wanted to go in and fill in gaps. And that was the first okay. gap I noticed. OK, so on the one hand, the fact that you're never planning to open that is good. Yes. But well, no, I did have much- to open it. I'll tell you one in a second. But how much did you spend on that? Like seven bucks. Okay, that uh, kind of erases all the goodwill of never opening that, which you apparently opened it anyway. Well, I had to open it. You know why? Because it was in the box upside down. Uh, not like not one, maybe not upside, but it was flipped. So when okay, you, but op- you, didn't, you didn't have to actually take the toys no, out, you no, just no. reversed the tray. But the thing is, I ordered it out of Taiwan. I got it in like five days. Oh, nice. Yeah. From DHL. Yeah, I don't think that was actually ever officially released in North America. Oh, was it not? I don't think so. Oh, that's why yeah. I didn't get it then. Okay. Um, so I know it came obviously it came out in Asia. Uh, but I think it also came out in some places in South America, and that's about it. Um, yeah. Something else, uh, again, in the Brian sold stuff and he wished he hadn't. I saw I don't remember who it was. Uh maybe I, I i i'll just be honest i like lust over the stuff that scotty from Twincast posts on his <laughs> twitter so it might have been him it might have been somebody else i mean i'm not like he lives in north carolina uh like some maybe someday i'll drive out to where he lives and steal everything he has um good <laughs> but uh, somebody had posted uh pictures of a bunch of mirage toys together uh including the robot masters version and i had it of course it's based on the machine wars version um, but God, it is so pretty. Oh yeah. God, it I is forgot about that. beautiful. Uh, and I'm pretty sure this is when I had, uh, I got this like for 30 bucks mint and sealed box. Yeah. Robot master stuff is not like stupidly expensive no. in general. Yeah. So, uh, don't price a couple. Yeah. There's a couple like, fortunately, I think Leo, the ones Leo I have. Convoy tends to be a little bit higher than most, um, star saber, I think. God, and, I think I, and I think reverse convoy. Reverse convoy. Yeah. I have reverse convoy. Reverse, reverse convoy in the package is 
kind of absurdly expensive a lot of the time. Yeah, that was one that I had originally that I sold, but I bought that one, I think, last year in my um, rebuy-a-thon. Loose reverse convoys, when you can find them, usually aren't terrible. Yeah. No, the, I haven't the bothered enough to find one for myself yet, though. Uh, okay, so random stuff. Um, I think what I, I've been working on getting the motivators, uh, and I think in the next Euro stuff that I'm going to get is um, Rescue Force. And of course, it's not Rescue Force are repaints of four of the members of Lyo Kaiser, uh, but or Rest Force. Um, but I'm Rescue Force, I'm going to get it. So they, they do still combine. And I guess the colloquial <laughs> name is what Rescue Kaiser. Big- yeah, big rescue or big force. rescue, yeah, big rescue force. I think. Um, so uh, rescue is good too, though. Yeah, I like sounds, rescue sounds Sentai. Yeah, so uh, there's there are a couple of resin heads out there. I, I the one on eBay I got it came out of the UK, but it, it's white with blue I have eyes. A red one. I have a red one somewhere. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, I got this. Figuring I'm next. The next thing I'm going to do is get uh, rescue force. An AFA set of them sold recently for way less than I would have thought. But I would have wanted Rescue, to crack them open. Rescue Force is not incredible or like not prohibitively expensive. They're not, but they are also not very common to find. No. Yeah. So <laughs> like, there's usually one or two up on eBay, but they are missing pieces or something. And like, yeah. Uh, but I was I was shocked how cheap the relatively cheap the um uh one set popped up for recently. I wish I'd have caught it. But yeah, really uh, can't wait to get that. So here's that. Um, I guess the least interesting stuff. I got the Volcanica set came. But they look really nice in the new uh, just apps and everything. Um, I mean, there's still... I thought, the, you weren't, I thought you weren't getting that I, set. <laughs> so I canceled this. I had it pre-ordered from Pulse. Um, and I canceled the pre-order. I'm like, I don't want it. Then I thought, it's a Generation Select set. I will regret it if I don't get it. When it's more expensive, so I re-pre-ordered it through uh, TF Source, and I got it like two days after the people who ordered it from Pulse got it. But it came in a normal size box instead of a giant box. <laughs> so is the paint really worth getting? Another oh, it's set nice. of those for? oh, it's pretty. Oh, it's pretty, Don. But it's Don, pretty. remember this is Kilby saying it, and he will convince himself it was worth buying anything. Yeah. Oh, this is true. <laughs> Uh, your mileage may vary they look great in person except for the fact that it's still the power of the primes dinobots so that that part still sucks i mean they may not be the greatest dinobots ever but they're perfectly I mean, serviceable dinobot toys except for except for grimlock <laughs> let me finish <laughs> there's a reason that i did not buy power of the primes grimlock until i found one at ross for like ten dollars that's what it, that, but he looks so nice he's painted up so nice I mean, yeah. he does look like Grimlock. I mean, I don't think they did a terrible job with they didn't him. Do he just terrible. suffers because he's a, you know, combiner yeah, exactly. liner. Yeah. It suffers as much as any modern interpretation of Grimlock will for the reasons it will, which is the tail having to be the legs primarily and the combiner aspect of it. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's not the worst thing. I just don't like it very yeah. much. Um, okay, so I bought some stuff from Don. Uh, four things came in two different packages. One of the boxes, Don, I shouldn't say this because I don't want to deter people from buying from you. Don, you package things so wonderfully and beautifully. But for whatever reason, the box that the, the first three came in like disintegrated. I don't know how. Parts of it disintegrated. I don't think it was you. I think it was my postal service. I think, some, I think the Joker sprayed like his posy on it or something. 
but uh I or so Don was selling some stuff because he has this big purchase coming up and I honestly want to know what it is. So I'm trying to help facilitate that. <laughs> uh so uh honestly it's stuff I already have, but I don't have them on the card, except for this one, because I got that Alita one last week. Um but it is uh red alert from uh generations. Was this one of the sub no, this was just generations, it wasn't reveal the shield or yeah that, that was the 2010 relaunch yeah, so um so i had one of these before i broke it i think i bought a, my the one i have loose now from chris or maybe somebody else i think you uh a side swipe. i got a side swipe from you uh, uh, saying yeah, Galvatron, you, i think is who i bought the one that i have from at shardicon i think yeah but i uh yeah I, I i i took it apart to try to fix some of the paint on it that i wanted it to to and I just never put it back together, so oh. just bought bought a loose one. Uh, classics, uh, cliff jumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's on the card. Hey, I lo- I love that mold. I like it. I love I, I love really that packaging. Do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that it's. I wanted to display it in the package because that package. I don't. I think I have anything else that's um still in the package from that. Classics packaging is just brilliant. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that was really cool packaging. Uh, I mentioned Alita One, and oh, Don had mentioned this on the podcast last week. And I uh, got in. I bought his uh, Flame War. <laughs> Thank you, Don, for cutting me a deal. You're welcome. I mean, I love it. I love the figure, but I mean, it's literally sat in that baggie in a box since BotCon 2005. And Why 2005? Sorry. <laughs> that was so a, that I mean, three people will get that. Yes, I mean, you know, I kind of hate giving up a part of BotCon history, but it's also like, if it was important to me, it would, even if it wasn't opened, it would be somewhere on display in the baggie, and it's been literally in a box for 16 years, so I'll probably sell in the Flame War whenever I can find her, too, just, it's just... Uh, Don, hit me up when you find that and they're ready to sell it so we can try to talk a price. Okay. Uh, for, For which one? Flame War. The, yeah, the Autobot version of her. Oh, well, wait, flare no, up. like, yeah, Flame Up. Sorry, John, fl- talk to me first. Sorry, Flare Up. Sorry, Flare, flare up. up. Talk to me first. No, I spoke up first. I, so, mentioned uh, it, I mentioned it last week, though, Don. Remember, when you mentioned it last week, I mentioned it first last week. Oh, I, I hear a bidding war somewhere <laughs> in the distance. I give you $3 for it. War <laughs> harder. $3 and one penny. $3 and four pennies. $3 and six and a half pennies. Hmm. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Uh, and I, so the last thing I'm going to talk about, and I'm done. Sorry, I wanted to go more in depth on this, but uh, I didn't get a chance to play with it more this weekend because I was sick, and it sucks. My two year old had, uh, I think, it was a norovirus. Then I got it. Then my four year old got it yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Kim got it yesterday, and I'm just waiting for the nine year old to get it. There's so much stuff to do with this. But I love it so much. It is the Diaclone reboot battle convoy. Oh, oh my nice. God. It's the greatest thing ever. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, you know, I, I hate, I did buy one more Diaclone reboot, one of the cheaper ones, just so I could say I have two. But Quote unquote cheaper ones. It, well, I mean, cheaper than this. It's a big umbrella. Yeah. yeah it, yes. Uh, yeah. None like of these are cheap. Big, expensive umbrella. Yeah. Uh, so basically, I mean, it's Diaclone reboot. So I, you know, I, I not want to even pretend to understand all the, the, when I say backstory in, in respect to like the design philosophy and 
why this line even came to being. But the way that basically I understand this, you know, the, the rebooting Diaclone uh, with this specific uh, sort of play style that is heavily inspired by the original with like the, the drivers and stuff. Um, the, the play pattern is like tons of, you know, accessories and, and parts. Um, and this is basically in that style, what uh, convoy or Optimus prime would be like if he were, you know, created in that form. And, you know, Oh, let's see here. Oh, the trailers over there. The trailer is massive and they make uh, expansion bets for the mat, uh, the trailer. Um, which, so you can do more with it. I really did not get into, uh, fiddling with it like I would like to. And I don't remember who asked me this. Uh, is, is it like, you know, does it really feel premium compared to, uh, uh, you know, generations or, or the like? And the answer is yes. It is very much, uh, in line with what a super premium toy would be without falling into the trap of being masterpiece and thus not a toy. This is definitely a toy that is intended to be played with. Um, but everything about it is premium. The finish, the joints, uh, just the, the parts count, the engineering. Um, God, just the look of it makes me want to cry. It's so beautiful. Uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And uh, if, trans, if they wanted to reboot Transformers Takara, uh, with a super premium line like this, I would have a, I would, I would get broke because I would have to <laughs> buy it. And it is, it's, it's just a thing of beauty. It really, really is. I'm sorry, Blade. Blade said, stop selling me on it. Uh, the thing is, I can say most of the other stuff, I have no idea what it is. So, uh, but so I, you know, uh, I'm sure they're all great and some of them are probably maybe even better than this most of them probably aren't because this is wonderful but um darn this is awesome it really is it makes me it makes me want star ears like this because of, like the little mm. uh, sp spot for like the the drivers and everything oh, i yeah. find it really i find it really regrettable that things like the warrooter battle pods and the little uh diaclone mech suits are like 40 dollars each oh, yeah. at the same at the same time it's actually to my benefit that they are because if they were like ten or twelve dollars each, I would still be broke on them from buying twenty to thirty of each one. Yeah, um, especially yeah. the Warruder Battle Pods, where the first couple uh, designs of them were made to basically infinitely combine in any way you want them to yeah. to make monsters out of, and that is like totally my jam. If I wasn't buying Transformers, if I had no other hobbies. I would probably be buying these. Uh, it's, I mean, it is, I don't even know how to put it. Other than saying it is super premium while maintaining its toy identity is probably the, the best way I can put it. Um, it's an adult toy. I don't, God, I wonder if kids play with these things. I guess they do. Older kids. Uh, but it's definitely an adult toy uh, without sacrificing any type of fun or play value. It is wonderful. It truly it, is. It, it damn well better be all that for how much it costs. Yeah, it was not cheap. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't that... It was, half that an like, art, it was in, almost half an art fire. I was going to say in the MP10 money, but yeah, that's basically the same thing. Yeah, it was like it was like two-thirds of a MP44. <sighs> yeah, that's... I would that's, much rather have this than MP44, let me just tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you had to choose... If, if you had to choose between <laughs> the two... And I got it again because it's Battle Convoy, it's an Optimus Prime, whether it's officially an Optimus Prime or not, it is. 
Um, it can go on my shelf as a transformer. It's flipping awesome. What was the other one you got? I'll have to tell you. Give me your quick second. I can. Um, I got it on a whim. Actually, I say I got it. It's a pre-order, so I could cancel oh. that at any time. Um, it was. Oh, uh, uh, Triverse, uh, Tri-Rambler. Okay, I think I know which one that is. The motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somebody posted a picture of it and then said, hey, you know, hey, it's basically, uh, basically Psykill or <laughs> Bike Robo, you know, haha. And I'm like, holy, uh-huh. yeah, I'm like, holy crap. It really kind of is. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pre-ordered. Uh, it, it was half of what this is. Which is still very expensive. Still, more expensive than it needs to be but i figure it'll be my last one but it's it's pretty wonderful i mean i mean the way you describe the handling of battle convoy makes me think it's not more expensive than it needs to be it's exactly as expensive as it needs to be to actually be like a decent thing because exactly. if they tried to do all that at a quarter or a third of the price it would be a piece of garbage yeah all the money goes the engineering and plastic quality and everything uh it's it is it is flipping awesome Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. Okay, uh, you're done. What was that? You're done. I'm done. Finally. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's almost eleven o'clock, man. Yeah. No. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just I just want to say since Chris was face shaming me, um, <laughs> that I did paint or I did I about, uh, sh- sharpie the bottom of the unicorn. The metal seat. sharpie. Uh, it was a silver sharpie. The silver sharpie does it match? Yeah. Great. Yeah, silver like sharpie is thirty cent of a dollar. Yep, it it looks a hundred times better. I wonder um, how many Unicron jaws you could sharpie with one sharpie to amortize the cost. I mean, diecast. It maybe you know. I'm I'm just I'm just causing trouble. But no, realistically, <laughs> realistically, I mean, you could probably get forty or fifty Unicrons per sharpie. Oh, probably more than that. You think so? Yeah, sharpies go a pretty long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, okay, maybe, maybe not the more like esoteric ones like that, but you know, a normal Sharpie goes a pretty long way. Yeah. But just want to point out, this was in my pile of loot, so this wasn't like something I just got. It's something that you'd been preparing yourself for for some time. Yeah. And recovering from for some time. Yeah, and this is one where you had to put down a you had to put down a deposit. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Which is which is smart. God, it's wonderful. I wish masterpiece was this. I mean, Masterpiece has at least, you know, hit that point in terms of price. Yeah. yeah. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I hate everything. Uh, um, I want to thank our patrons at uh, the Touch Tier. Oh, but Patreon. I love our patrons. We love our patrons. Uh, you can, we love all our patrons, but as part of our agreement with our touched patrons, we do mention you <laughs> each week at uh, tfradio.net slash credits and on the show. And I haven't updated this since last week, so somebody might have dropped. Hopefully not, but nobody has been added because I do get an update for that in email. But if you want to join, you can get on the History on the Fives podcast. I really enjoy doing that. Uh, it's available only to patrons. I did actually talk to the guys and ask them if, if they minded it, minded if like after a year, because the content's still good. Maybe after a year, uh, I make that available as a regular show maybe incentivize you know people to, to sign up and they seem to be okay with that so maybe after a year i might make that a uh a show that just goes out on the internet to everybody else <laughs> but then you have to dub in like sixes over every uh, instance yeah, of the I, word fives yeah I, I, I think i would 
I think I would just uh, paste on a, a like a, a new intro. Yeah, yeah do, do the thing like um, the old episodes of Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, and just add a thing that you know this was all accurate as of the date it was recorded. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I like it. Oh man, I missed 1991. That was a fun show. Fun year. God, I what guess. was the band name? Rockapella. Rockapella. Yep. Okay. Uh, touched. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Stresovich. Rabbits. Like I don't know a thing about rabbits. Like not the animal <laughs> rabbits, but like the patron rabbits. Like yeah. I might know you. I just don't. I've never connected the dots with who you are. If you use a different screen name somewhere else. Uh, I just love that rabbits. Hector Bones, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, who was just like two hours from my house today. Uh, Jacob, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, whose epic collection he shared some photos of on Twitter today. Uh, also showing some photos, Spider Bob, Mighty Orbots, Nataku117, and Black and White, now in color. Thank you all so much. And yeah, again, you too can be a patron at the touch tier or, you know, just any tier, patreon.com slash TF radio. We do appreciate it. It helps produce wonderful content like all of the stuff Chris posted today, like the 55 articles. That took a while. Yeah. They all went up on the site within a matter of minutes, but I was spending like three hours setting it all up in advance. That helps that, that helps fuel uh, Chris's creativity with uh, sushi and stuff like that. So ideally patreon.com slash TF radio. One day, hopefully I'll be able to get like decent sushi again and not just the crap at the grocery store. Mm. Oh Which yeah, okay, but you know, uh, four minutes from my house, there's a uh, good sushi restaurant. My only problem is it takes forever to get it once you order it. So, but it's delicious otherwise. Well, yeah, but that means like you know it's probably pretty good quality then, since they're actually like busy. taking their time making it. Yeah, yeah. busy. Yeah. Okay, uh, you can find us on the internet, tipradio.net. <laughs> uh, specifically, want to call out our Roku channel. If you have a Roku, uh, you can sign up. Yes, sign up. You can just install the app and watch us there. Spent quite a bit of time in getting that up and going and spend quite a bit of time during the week on it. So uh, that's just a great way to watch. And, you know, my kids like, oh, can we watch you on TV? And I'm like, no, no you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, my, the kids think it's cool that, that it's on there. But yeah, that's at tfradio.net slash Roku. And you can just uh, install it right from there. You just click install and it goes to uh, your login page with, on the Roku. Not, uh, site not ours and you add it uh, of course our discord tfradio.net slash discord uh, twitter and all that so uh, Rob Springer is not here he is at Robo Rob Springer and at zonebase.org you can check out his uh, zonebase um, articles and podcasts at his site uh, John DeLuna again not here have a happy birthday John uh, happy birthday uh, John is at that John D everywhere uh, Chris how do people get a hold of you I'm personally on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist from which you can send me random cool things to hopefully, you know, brighten my day a little bit and also send a little bit back in uh, referral revenue to the show. Uh, for my toy photography work, uh, you can find it collected at playwithphotography.com for things like galleries and articles. Um, also, random photos all over social media, such as at instagram.com slash playwithphotography or at playwithphotos on Twitter. 
Uh, if you like the work I do, you can show some support for as little as $2 per month at patreon.com slash play with photos. And personally, I would just like to give a shout out to our uh, live audience who is stuck with us absurdly late tonight as we've dragged on one of the it's longest late, yeah. shows in recent memory. You you guys are all troopers. And I over two you hours. All. Yeah. This is one of our longest in a long time. Yeah, it is. We we haven't broke. We haven't uh, beat two hours and on a regular <laughs> show in a while. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob. Okay, I'm on Twitter at Figure Reviewers and Rob Flails. Rob Flails is the uh, Twitter account for Flail Throughs, my YouTube channel. Still covering Gundam Battle Operation Two, free to play Gundam game. Really enjoying that. I uh, got the mass production cube blade this week, which is fun to use. It uh, it has it has many funnels, uh, which again will make sense to Chris and no one else in the world. But uh, well, they, they kind of they kind of look like funnels, so I mean that part makes sense. Yeah, but at any rate, if you uh, want to check that out, youtubecom slash throughs and if you like what you see there, patreoncom slash throughs where you can curl money at me to do specific rounds with color combinations, uh, weapon uh, weapon options, what have you. And I also have a wish list that works along the same principles as Chris's at tfradio.net slash Claylist. Cool. Uh, Diecast. You can follow me on Twitter at Diecast too. You can like my reviews on reviews by Diecast or tfradio.net slash reviews. And you can like my Facebook page at reviews by Diecast. It's cool. bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Don. It's well past bedtime, Diecast. <laughs> Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. I have a Massey attack list on Amazon that Brian puts weird and obviously strange things on. Uh, I don't expect anyone to buy anything from there, like the coffin, which thank goodness is gone. Cause that was really making my fiance nervous, but uh, yeah, there is, yeah, there is the Massey attack list. Speaking of my wonderful fiance, we will be putting a wedding list up. Uh, before too long, uh, just some small little things we need for whenever we do find a a bigger place in this wonderful housing market that we're finding ourselves in right now. Can we can uh, we send uh, you a case of Duke's mayonnaise as a housewarming present? If you want me to throw it back at you the next time I see you, sure. What about well, a box of Cadbury eggs? I'm type two diabetic diecast. I don't need the temptation as it is. What about the fiance? Does she like Cadbury eggs? <laughs> Cadbury eggs are on the Massey Attack wish list, by the way. And right now, I'm at also adding some flex cuffs. Just FYI. We're, we're, we're getting a live update right now from Don's fiance about the Cadbury egg status. I don't think we've ever asked this question before. She likes the chocolate Cadbury eggs, not the ones with the cream filling in the middle. The cho- you know, the chocolate, chocolate oh, ones. The mini ones. Not, oh, the, not the chocolate cream filled. Yeah, just good taste. Yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah. ones that are chocolate um, cream filled are just impossibly too sweet. And uh, if you uh, look at my timeline on Twitter, I am selling a lot of small things right now to pay for a few of the purchases I've made lately. So I, uh, I do have a my list of stuff on the uh, my timeline on Twitter. Cool. I'm actually checking it out now. Yeah, Jacob, flare says, Jacob says uh, he should send you some Cadbury mini eggs from Canada because the U.S. ones are not good. Uh, no, uh, Cadbury eggs are wonderful. I usually don't have the minis because they usually sell out first before they go on clearance. Just in terms of just volume, local stores usually have more of the larger eggs than the small ones. Uh, but Cadbury eggs are wonderful. They they are, but just, you know, Don, if you think, if you think the regular U S ones are that good and Jacob says the 
Canadian ones are better, like imagine how much better they might actually be. Yeah, but I have, got, I have heard the legends of Canadian Cadbury. <laughs> I, I, I need to check this out sometime. I'm sure tfradio.net slash Amazon can help me with that. Uh, alternately, I mean, um, for anyone in Canada who happens to have some Canadian mini eggs and would like to, you know, send them around, uh, Rob's birthday is coming up in June. This is true. As is mine, but again, I don't need them. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, if I ever get to travel back up to the uh, the Great White North, and I'm not on a French class field trip stuck in old Quebec, <laughs> speaking high, speaking high school French to confused locals, uh, I will be sure to try them. Sweet, cool. Is that it? Anybody else? Did I miss anybody? No, I think no. I think you got no, us all. me. B Kelby on Twitter. Oh yeah, Kelby dot com. Okay. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks for hanging in there, everybody. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% 100% girlfriend free since 1999.